Hello and welcome to another episode of Chopcast. The uh, opening day is... Does it technically start tomorrow for some teams, or is it all on Thursday? It's all on Thursday. I think it's all on Thursday, okay. yeah. That's I know how that's you know that's how opening day usually is, but I didn't know like how them canceling two series was going to work out. That's a good point. Yeah. No, I think but, it's all seventh. Yeah. Um, which unfortunately I'm not going to be able to watch like the first seven innings of the Braves game because I'll bowling be... class. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, bowling class is not at eight o'clock at night. But uh, that's fucked up. <laughs> it's, it's a softball game. Um, oh my god! Which oh my. I had. I love how you... Yeah, I texted y'all after I had the yeah. softball game in my life, and I just wanted one. That's cool. Nope, <laughs> but y'all nope. fucking gave you me know, nothing. You know we can't. We can't give you that. <laughs> we can't give you that. Like, Griffin, what I are you talking you about? Went out of your way and texted me about your. Your statistics from an I am softball game. The, the best, the best text I got from Griffin about the fucking softball game was he was like, "Yeah, the other team had like a bunch of fans come and like I hit two Oppo home runs and just silenced them." <laughs> did you, Griffin, did you bat flip? Did you bat flip and like I didn't. Around the no, because like. <laughs> I, I fucking I just hustle out of the box. Um, oh my god! This might Jesus be. Christ. I already told somebody this, and they said that's fucking childish. Um, <laughs> but but uh, I don't get too many opportunities to show off how fast I am. So I was like, I'm gonna mm. I'm gonna fucking show everybody how quick. You're you're a piece of shit. You're the worst. <laughs> You're you're like you're like the player that everyone loves to have on their team, but uh, everyone else hates. Dude, you're I, the Draymond Green. You're the Draymond Green of UG softball. Dude, like uh, I struck out I think four batters. Which every time I strike somebody out in softball, I feel like a piece of garbage, <laughs> um, especially when they're called strikes. But like, yeah, when uh, it was two outs, and then uh, she was like debating a call. I just started like I would sprint to the dugout. <laughs> oh my god! You gotta show off that speed somehow. Also, just to be a jackass, like um, mm-hmm. I typically am, uh, am like nice to people and whatever, and try to you know not be a douche. But sometimes I just kind of want to, and uh, I mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. with that huge crowd there of. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of people that I like, like from my campus ministry that I vaguely know, but it's just like, it was a sea of people that the type of person that it's like, you see, and you know that they know you and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't really have a conversation with if you don't have to. It was all of those people in one space. Um, but, uh, it's a nightmare. yeah, um, that it was technically like, two teams that of people that did the same ministry but everyone mm. else was cheering for the other team because we're all old and uh <laughs> yeah but um yeah i mean we went we did uh, to you know this is important but uh, we went into <laughs> the we went into our last inning um or i guess in this it would have been similar to like the bottom of the 8th we were down 6-3 uh, and then I stepped up. It was six five, two outs. Drum roll, drum roll! <laughs> Everyone's so excited. Everyone's like, "What's Griffin gonna do?" <laughs> and uh, first pitch took inside, and I'm like, "Oh, he really doesn't want me to go oppo right here." And then I look over, <laughs> and then I'm a, I I bat left handed, and I could see uh, this this girl out in the outfield. It's a co-ed team. And I just see this girl, and she's like, has is not paying attention at all. And I'm like, that's where I'm going. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's exactly yeah. And then Babe Ruth, you call, called your shot, <laughs> and I just poked it way over her head. And then so there's like this this ditch at the end that's probably about mm-hmm. 350 feet away. Um, and if it goes in, 
then it's a ground rule double. But it literally, it was, it came mm-hmm. like 10 feet from going into that ditch. And then I just went around. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, yeah. Griffin, that's amazing. <laughs> Griffin, <laughs> these are the stories you're going to tell your kids. Yeah. These are the stories I'm going to tell my kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to make bubble gum cards for this and then I'm going to send it out to everybody. <laughs> 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 the next game just flexing oh my god but that's yeah. great um got another game this thursday uh i think my era is about like not good it's probably five it's slow pitch softball mm. but uh i made a couple diving <laughs> plays as well um good yeah good. very proud of myself i literally i came back it happened at nine Game ended around 10, stayed around 10.30, uh, ate some orange slices and Capri Suns, as you do after mm. a victory, mm. um, and mm. then uh, went and studied for my exam the next day, and I, I just sat here staring at my screen, shaking, because I was, so, I was still so juiced, I couldn't, I couldn't focus at all, I didn't start studying until like 12.30, but yeah, that's what happened with me. Uh, that's um, good. Yeah. That's great. That's really amazing. Griffin. I'm glad that I'm y'all so were happy, happy for me. For you. Yeah, exactly. I'm so happy for you. That's uh, fantastic. I'll make sure to to send y'all videos of me playing. Um, maybe even do a I live think you should... video. Yeah, I was going to say, you should throw it on the, the Instagram. <laughs> Chopcast Instagram. So uh, if you're not following, you got to check it out. Mm-hmm. But uh... <clears throat> anyway... Um, Braves 28-man roster, which, uh, is now, I, like, looked this up all over the place, and I'm, uh, I couldn't find anything definite, but from everything that I heard, like, the coaches talking mm-hmm. about, uh, it is going to be 28 this starting this year instead of 26 mm-hmm. at the beginning. Um, so, that's what we're going with, at least. Uh, it appears in terms of injuries and decisions things have been kind of whittled down um to it a fairly tight 28 um Mm -hmm. but uh yeah so the the pitchers that are not listed on either the il or the minors right now that are on our 40-man roster in terms of starting pitchers Freed, Morton, Anderson, Yanoa, Davidson, Wright, relieving pitchers, Jansen, Smith, McHugh, Matzik, Minter, O'Day, Newcomb, Thornburg, and Strider, and then position players, Rosario, Albies, Olsen, Riley, Ozuna, Dickerson, Duvall, Swanson, Darnell, Pena, Contreras, Arcia, and Heredia. Um, mm-hmm. So, obviously not where we'd want to be at the beginning but because of um jackson and acuna still being out which jackson's going to be out a lot longer than we figured since he's on the 60-day il now um Mm -hmm. but acuna will be back soon so there'll be some decisions to be made but sam from uh from your like viewpoint what a do you see any weaknesses or points of confusion uh, with the current, more than likely probable 28-man roster? Um, I mean, obviously, the, the big, the big like it's it's kind of like small in the grand scheme of things, but the big player listed on there that I think we're all kind of confused about is William Contreras. Uh, I don't get it personally. Like I understand that they want to get him more like big league at big league at bats and it's good to have a utility guy to fill in but i mean he's a catcher you know and and right now we have manny pina and travis darno already out there and we're gonna have them for two more years barring anything like significant barring any trades or injuries and i think it's strange i mean i would have much rather have like a nagowski or goslin in there over Contreras, but Outside of that, I mean, obviously it's a little tight. We don't have Acuna yet, um, and once it gets goes down to twenty six, we're gonna see you know pretty big shifts. But that's kind of my point of inquiry. Like, I don't know what y'all's thoughts on it. You know, I don't know what y'all's thoughts on it are, but I, I'm not sure. I really trust a Contreras not in AAA catching at least for the time being. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I thought the same thing. Uh, I know that, like, we we put him out in right field uh, a couple times during spring training, which uh, was kind of indicative. Like, you could see that we were trying to just get him a little bit of experience in mm-hmm. in the field. Um, which, I mean, there's been crazier stuff happened before uh, than somebody like Contreras playing in the outfield. Um, not a good comparison, but, like, the Marlins had Jorge Alfaro play in the outfield a number of times. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, most of his value, the reason that he's there is not necessarily because he's a catcher, just because, like, he can hit. Um, mm. I would imagine if we still had the pinch hitter that he probably wouldn't be there because um, mm. just having that extra catcher, I don't know why you would. Um, but, yeah, I, don't, I just... Especially since, and then on the flip side of that, because we don't have a pinch hitter, I think, like, he's not going to be playing very often at all, especially since he's Mm -hmm. third on the depth chart in terms of catcher. Um, And he's not going to be getting very many at-bats, not really going to get very much game time practice for doing the main thing that he needs to do, which is learning how to call games more and practice Mm -hmm. with defense. Um, So, yeah, it's... I feel like for somebody who's really not going to play very often, um, I would have liked to see him be in Gwinnett, kind of like starting every day and getting Mm -hmm. practice against AAA players um, and learning how to call games with still very good pitchers um, and against pretty decent hitters as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I I similarly thought – that instead of him, we'd have somebody like uh, Goslin or Nagowski, mm. maybe Pat Vileka. Uh, mm. And that also gives us an extra infield option, um, which right now our only like backup infield option is Orlando Arcia, which I don't really like. Mm. Uh, yeah, I kind of hate that. So, um, yeah. Will, Will, any thoughts on Contreras? No, nothing that – I mean, nothing new that – I was confused by it too because I think having three catchers on a roster is pretty useless. And mm-hmm. so uh, I was really confused by that one. I tried to explain it because I keep forgetting um, that the designated hitter is universal now, so I keep forgetting about that. So I mm-hmm. tried to explain it in those terms of, you know, like – Pretty solid bat. Nothing nothing amazing. Like he's not going to be an incredible hitter. I don't think he ever will be. Um, but, I mean, even with that, it's just difficult to explain. Um, mm-hmm. Just because there's a number of guys who I think will fill in there over him. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty poor mismanagement, honestly. Uh, just because I don't think... I mean, clearly they have a better idea than us. I mean, they see mm-hmm. the, the people practice every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, in terms of getting reps in and practicing and just ultimately, like, service time, how that works, I think it's not utilizing Contreras to the best, uh, to the best of, like, his abilities. Yeah. Um are there any thoughts to who you would put in specifically, Will, if, uh, given the chance? Well, I know he was cut. I know he was cut. Didn't make the team. <laughs> but I, I put him on my roster prediction. I don't care. It's my roster prediction. <laughs> um, there's a, I noticed a lack of grit on mm. this team. And, you know, oh, like, man. I think. I'm breaking think, my heart right now. You're breaking I, my heart. I think that's a big one. Um, and I. You know, this is a hill I'm willing to die on. Um, I think Brock Holt has a spot on this team. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I think Snicker and AA, like, they may, they may be World Series champions and everything, but I think they really missed the mark on this one yeah. for something truly special. So. <laughs> yeah. Really really lack the grit. Like, mm-hmm. oh my so. God. our grit level just went down to zero. 
disappointed. Over and over. I don't know if you were hoping for a serious answer or anything like that, but that's what that's that. I have nothing is else that to not say. a serious answer? No, it is. I stand okay. by that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I guess he it's weird to me because he like requested the release. I just want to talk about mm-hmm. that briefly because our grit was stolen from us. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he was with the Braves for like 10 days or maybe two weeks. Um, it's, it just, it seems weird to me that he would sign a minor league deal with the Braves and then request a release. And basically, I, I guess, I don't know. I, 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 I don't, I wouldn't figure he's trying to go and like start somewhere because I don't think he's ever really been a starter. He's always just been like a utility player. Um, he was an all-star in 2015. He was? Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay, never mind. Isn't that crazy? Oh yeah. my gosh. We missed out I on that guy? Check, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, let me double check, but yeah, I'm like almost positive he was an all-star in uh, 2015. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we really missed out. Um, I guess he's trying to go start somewhere and maybe increase his value, but it's just like, why would you sign with the world champs? If you know, like mm-hmm. you, you don't have anywhere close to a, earning a starting role, um, mm-hmm. I guess maybe he thought he he could come in and like. He's played outfield before, but he's mainly an infielder. Uh, but he can technically play anywhere. But maybe he's like, oh, I'm gonna come in and then replace Heredia or something like that. I don't know. Just seems strange. Who knows, man? Who knows? I mean, I, I, my guess is he saw the writing on the wall and didn't want to spend time in AAA, especially with the roster sizes getting cut down, Facuna coming back. Yeah, again, you just would have thought that he'd have yeah. a little bit more like forethought, where he's like, "Oh, this is a this is was the best team from last year technically," mm. and I have done like minor league contracts after minor league contract. I don't know. I don't. It's weird. Our, our grit's it is gone. what it is. Our, uh, it's gone. <laughs> Gritty is gone. <laughs> Him and uh, you know, like the Flyers mascot, Gritty. Feel like they. Oh God. They're a face the off between them two. I can't even imagine. I think the world would explode. <laughs> <laughs> they would both at the same time care so much, but also not care the, in the slightest. The the differences in hair between the two people is truly amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so, I mean, other than that, like, uh, in terms of our bullpen, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good with what we got going, especially since Luke Jackson is gone. If Luke were available, uh, who do you think, who do you think you would pick to like, he would take his spot first of those guys. Um, Luke Jackson, who would replace him? Yeah, who would, uh, no, no, like, who would Luke replace Who's... of this, like, uh, oh, oh, I was confused. Here. Newcomb. I think Newcomb's a failed experiment. I think he's done. I think we're going to see one outing from Sean Newcomb, and that might be it, to be honest. Or, Thorn- or Thornburg, or Strider. I don't know, but my first thought is Newcomb. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. uh, Will, what's your thought? I would honestly say, um, uh, like trying to think similar to Snicker and Thop- and Anthopolis, I think it would be Strider. And the only reason I think that is because I know he's a strong young pitcher, but they can take advantage of, his service time, whereas in like in, re- in relation to Thornburg and Newcomb, in that they can just use Thornburg and Newcomb for however long, and then once they think Strider is completely ready, uh, then they can just essentially cut one of those guys. Uh, so more or less bide time until like he's completely uh, MLB ready, and he may have reached that point. I may just be underrating uh, Strider. Um, but it's like, you know, why, why leave him up when he's not necessarily at the point he needs to be in waste service time days, if that makes any sense. When you just have two options who are not nearly, who are not as good 
But, I mean, they can pitch. They can throw innings. Yeah, so. that's a good thought. Um, I don't really think of that. Other than just, like, him, like, getting a little more experience uh, in AAA. And I don't think, like, I'm pretty sure ultimately we want him to be a starting pitcher type guy and not relieving. Um, I could be wrong on that. But I, depending on the pitcher, if it's a really good pitcher, which obviously, I mean, last year, like we talked about last episode, he moved all the way from low A to the MLB during the World Series uh, within one year. So obviously his stuff is pretty hot. Uh, mm. I guess we're just letting that ride. See what happens is the thought. Yeah, um, letting it stride. You're letting it. You're letting it stride. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thornburg is kind of like a Nate Jones type to me, where and hopefully won't end up like Nate Jones. Yeah, for... but uh, just where he could either be, we could get a diamond in the rough, um, or he could just be the rough. I know you're shaking your head mm. right now, Will. But he did really well in spring training. He didn't give up a run. Um, he did pretty well. There's a lot of players that do well in spring training. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll see. Uh, Newcomb, mm. I I think, yeah. I mean, I still have faith, um, especially since he started to slow down his velocity. Um, I think that's what started hurting him because he was like, chucking 99 100 but his location was off and was just walking everybody uh and then mm-hmm. he went down to his average fastballs about 94 95 and started doing a lot better and it was at the end of the season and i guess they just didn't want to really like it, the decision basically between him or smiley uh i guess they just went with smiley as like the innings eater type guy mm-hmm. um but i don't know like we got him on um uh, like 900k this year or something like that so very little risk associated with that and at the very worst um i mean he's just gone but at yeah. best he becomes a, a like what he should have been um it's weird to think like he could still technically have like a position in our rotation at some point if he did really well because that's like he was a starting pitcher for us um mm. and i still remember like he almost had a no hitter back no in hitter. 2018. He was literally an out away. Um, mm. Maybe a strike away, too. But And then O'Day. Well, it, yeah, so Newcomb, if he does well, we could also trade him. Um, we would be part of a trade package. O'Day, it's kind of the same thing. Just like, I don't know. It could be decent. Um, without Jackson, our bullpen is definitely a little less strong. Uh, the back half of that could be a big wild card but i don't know um uh, there's not really uh, of you know sam and i were talking about this yesterday like the guys that could come in and replace them like i don't think they have too much of an edge like it's just basically whoever snit and the front office want in there right now and yeah trust them because like you have people like uh jacob webb Maybe you throw Tukey in the bullpen or something like that. Uh, like Dylan Lee. Dylan Lee. Potentially. Um, yeah. That's somebody I'd like to have back soon because uh, lost uh, or would have I have another lefty in there. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. Any other thoughts about this or do you want to move into lineup? I'm down to, down to lineup. I mean, I, I think the bullpen's pretty, like, yeah, I mean, you said it best. It's really strong in the front end, but we're, I think we're going to see a lot of, you know, AAA designations and call-ups, at least. Like, I think we're going to see a lot of that, at least until Luke Jackson comes back. Um, and Kirby Yates will – I think – what's Yates' timeline? He's come it's back like in, like, August. June, right? August. Oof, yeah. Jesus Christ. So. Um, yeah, so he's kind of a non-factor at this point, but – yeah, I mean, I'd like to see Spencer Strider play a little more. Uh, I'm still kind of high on D- Dylan Lee, but I think they have him more as a starting pitcher in AAA for at least a year or two before he kind of emerges. Could be a good trade piece. But, yeah, I mean, regardless, very top-heavy bullpen, which I'm happy with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, 
Will, you want to start us up with what you think you think your uh, opening day lineup's going to be? Yeah, no, I did. Um, I did Ozzy at the one, Matt Olson, Austin Riley, Marcel Azuna, Eddie Rosario, Darnell, Duvall, Dickerson, and then Swanson. Gotcha. Um, solid. Uh, Sam, what's yours? Yeah, I can go ahead. Mine's pretty similar, but just kind of like few trades from like the eight and nine and the six and seven. So mm. yeah, I've I've Ozzy starting off at one, um, but I could see him kind of going a lot of different places there. Uh, but yeah, I've Ozzy at one, Matt Olson at two, kind of filling in the Freddie spot. Austin Riley at three, Ozuna at four. Please God, I hope that works out. Um, Eddie Rosario at five. Tuval at six, Darno seven, uh, Dansby at eight, and then Alex Dickerson at nine. So that's kind of where what I think is gonna be similar. Pan out, yeah. Mine's fairly similar, except for I had uh, Rosario first, then Albies, Olson, Riley, Ozuna, Duval, Darno, Dickerson, Swanson. Um, mm-hmm. So the projected lineup that I was noticing. Um, hold on. I can't type. Uh, from Roto Champ is Rosario, Albies, Olsen, Riley, Ozuna, Dickerson, Duvall, Swanson, and Darnell. Um, I don't understand Dickerson at six. What did y'all have him at? Nine. I have I him at eight. Okay. Yeah, I had him at eight too. Um, I, I think just him having a left-handed bat and more power gives him an edge over Dansby, um, mm-hmm. who really sucked it up in spring training. Uh, mm-hmm. He did get a home run, and well, Dickerson also kind of sucked in spring training though. So yeah. <laughs> um. So did Rosario. I don't know. And then uh, Darnell had a really good spring training. I think he ended with like a 360 oh, he, average. He mashed. I'm pretty sure he had like a 1,200 OPS, which is just insane. Yeah, he had a couple, yeah, of, couple was... of ding-dongs too. I, um, saw, <laughs> I, saw, I saw he changed his batting stance, actually. Really? Like, there was a notice. Yeah, it was like noticeable positional change. So hmm. maybe he's hitting for more power. I mean, Darno is like – I think he has potential to bounce back pretty pretty hard this season. And I think he will. I mean, he did mm-hmm. really well in the World Series. Uh, yeah, he's incredible. But, yeah, I guess he's – everybody's kind of noticed that his bat speed has slowed down, like, significantly. So, mm-hmm. I guess maybe his changes are trying to um, readjust for that. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, there's a couple options that we could do uh, – in terms of shifting people around and whatever, um, I personally I don't I don't really like having Ozzy second. I uh, but I feel like this is what we're gonna start with at the beginning of the year. Um, I think everybody playing at their peak form. Um, well, let's do this. Let's do this like two weeks in. Um, factoring in Acuna and then having everybody else in. So that takes out Dickerson. Um, mm-hmm. So you would have Acuna lead off. And then I, do, I did like um, what we had in 2020 and did most of 2021 with uh, Austin Riley being third. Um, mm-hmm. But having Acuna, Olsen, um, and then either Riley or Azuna, depending on who's di- doing better. And then the mm-hmm. other one, uh, then Rosario, Duvall, Darno, Swanson. That's a – everybody pl- – well, obviously not, not everyone's going to Wait, so what would your top four be? Top four is Acuna, Olsen, uh, at this point, Riley, and then Azuna. Would you put Ozzy at five before Rosario? Um – Honestly, I think uh, what would also be interesting is I know he's a better hitter 
from the right side. Mm-hmm. I know currently he's a switch hitter. Uh, if you go Acuna, Ozzie, Riley, Matt Olson, because Matt Olson hits nukes. <laughs> like he he's gonna touch all parts of the stadium, <laughs> and so he's gonna, gonna feel that... up the stadium. <laughs> no, yeah, and and then you get that alter like alternating in the lineup where it goes right-handed Acuna, switch Ozzy, mm-hmm. right-handed Riley, left-handed Olson. Yeah, so it's sure. like tough in terms of like bringing in a yeah, left-handed really pitcher, right. like bringing in a right. Yeah, so yeah, I mean this. Uh... You have everybody playing at least decent. This is obviously a very scary lineup um, to have to navigate through, uh, especially not having the pitcher hitting anymore. Uh, mm. So there's not really too many wrong answers. Um, it's just seeing these guys like we, which is just baseball, I know, but like we can see how cold some of these guys can get. Uh so it could leave us with a pretty empty lineup at some points and be fairly frustrating. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's a whole ton of wrong answers. But one option that could be a possibility of, like, somebody from outside of this lineup coming in uh, on opening day would be Heredia in for Dickerson, um, mm. and which would put Ozuna at the DH um, but more than likely Dickerson will be there. Uh, I'm thinking, especially against, since it's the Reds, um, probably want a little bit more power and hitting as opposed to fielding. Cause I, we probably won't be doing very much fielding. I would guess. Yep. I think the first series is going to look very good for us, but then again, we also started last season off own four. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we started like one and six or something like that. Yeah, it was terrible. After. It was so bad. Um, it was so bad. We are just—I don't understand. We're not very good on opening day, so Mm-mm. this series might go poorly just because of history. But um, <laughs> like, I think we literally got, just the precedent. Yeah, yeah, we got swept in 2019 as well. And then 2018 mm. didn't go very well either. Um, but so in terms of the rotation, um, what it's looking like as of now, uh, in order, or I think this is in order, is Freed, Morton, Anderson, obviously up at the top three, and then after that, uh, it's probably you know, uh, then Davidson, and then Wright. Um, so it's been pretty publicized that we're starting with a six-man rotation, um, which I'm fine with, kind of figure out in the beginning who our main guys are going to be. Um, I hope it's a hard decision. I do not want it to be an easy decision. Because uh, mm. obviously each of these guys has uh, some really great stuff, but can also be absolute doo-doo. Um, mm-hmm. I think even though, so the, he's the main one that left like a bad taste in my mouth, uh, is Tucker Davidson, but I honestly think he probably has the most, he's the most likely of those guys to fit into the rotation consistently. Um, just looking at how efficient he, at, it usually is, uh, he did not do well in the world series, but he, that, I mean, that's a pretty big moment to get put in, uh, especially not mm. after being in the roster at all. Um, so I don't, I didn't really blame him too hard, but, uh, you know, uh, that's a up in the air thing. He was, you know, our best pitcher for the first half of last year and was gross, but he came back he had some unfortunate games that he played really well and then took the loss for. And I might have gotten to his head a little bit and then actually started to suck. Uh, the only times he came into the playoffs, he got at least one run scored on him and let up like 
three home runs or something in very few appearances. Um, he's kind of turned into a two-pitch pitcher uh, because, I mean, it's basically just his slider and fastball, and people have been just destroying his slider recently. Um, so who knows with him? He definitely needs to develop another pitch better. Um, but, uh, yeah, what are, what are y'all's thoughts on the current rotation? Um, I mean, obviously very excited to have like a freed Morton Anderson one, two, three, like, you know, that's great. Um, but I mean, I, I just kind of see issues with the back end, to be honest. I, in my heart of hearts, I want Waskari Noah to be like absolutely lights out. And to be honest, like before he fucking punched the bench last year, he was, and that's not a metaphor. He literally punched a bench and was out for months. Um, it sounds stupid to say out loud, but before he punched the bench last year, he was lights out. Like he was arguably the best pitcher in our rotation to start the season. Mm-hmm. So obviously we saw some lapses towards the end of the season. When he came back, he wasn't that great. In the postseason, he sucked. Uh, he was like an absolute liability, uh, especially in that Brewer series. I remember he just gave up like an awful two-run home run the inning he pitched. Uh, but we know he has it. Like we know he, what he can do. And that is exciting. You know, like Waskar, you know, is a good pitcher and hopefully he finds it. Hopefully he meditates a little and just brings it all back. Um, but yeah, moving on. I, I've, I really like Tucker Davidson, to be honest. I think that he's just, he's just like a ticking time bomb in terms of potential. Like he's shown flashes. He's been shitty, but he's been good at times. Uh, and I think he's a young guy and he's really like, he's like overly zealous too, which I think is exciting, but I think that kind of gets the best of him. He seems kind of like the guy, he seems like a kind of pitcher that would let a bat in and get to him. So if he can, you know, get a little more mental fortitude, I think he'd be really solid. And I think he could stick around the rotation for a while to come. Um, and then I had Kyle Wright as kind of the last man out. I He's kind of like newcomer to me where I just like, I don't know. I, like, I love the idea of him. You know, we all love the idea of Kyle, right? That he would be like, you know, this Vandy kid coming to the Braves. He's a cool mustache. Uh, <laughs> but I just, like, but like, I just, Nothing I don't like think, Rockwell's I don't think, he, not, not, the, not, <laughs> no. of course not. No, it, grit, grit meter is, is down a few notches on Kyle, right? But, uh, well, I, I, I don't know. Maybe we'll prove me wrong. Uh, and obviously that's like what we hope for, but it'll be interesting to watch this kind of six man rotation pan out and see what happens, at least until Soraka comes back. <laughs> Uh, and then there's also, I mean, uh, some people were kind of surprised Kyle Muller is not in the mix of these guys. But yeah. honestly, they are all right now at pretty similar wavelengths. So, again, I don't mm-hmm. really think there's a bad answer, and we're just trying to figure this out. Plus, uh, yeah. Muller will definitely be the main starter uh, developing at AAA right now. Uh, Agreed. He so. he's gonna be the next big thing. I think two two to three years. Kyle Muller is gonna be a household name. I mean, like he's he has got a lot of for a couple yeah. Times, um, and just kind of slowed down. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean he's also yeah, yeah, he, massive. He's like two. Seven, yeah, I was gonna say he's six seven. He's like six six seven. Yeah, he's a bulldozer. Um, but yeah, Will, what what are your thoughts on the rotation right now? I know you don't know the younger guys quite as much, but. No, I know them. I, I'm not as acquainted, but I will say, like, I do think, you know, a right, you know, a right in particular, I think they're pretty talented. Um, so I think it's difficult for them not to succeed at some point. And when I say not succeed, I'm not saying like Jacob deGrom or Max Breed yeah. or something. I mean, that's like a special kind of succeeding. Um, it's just like, I think there's definitely a role for them in the major leagues. I just don't think they found it yet. So I'm excited to see where those two in particular, like how they have improved and how they've changed. The other thing like I think should be brought up is I like Charlie Morton, but it's sort of an elephant in the room. I'm, I, I will admit I didn't watch spring training all that closely this year, but I mean, he's 38 years old and just broke the leg. Yeah, I mean that's mm-hmm. like pretty tough to come back from. Um, so that's like a that's a big concern of mine. Uh, he may totally prove me wrong. It's one of those things that he could be answered within like 
thir- first month of the season. But I mean, that's just something to watch for because that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, I uh, I don't think. I mean, he he had an up and down season kind of last year. I mean, the second half he was pretty lights out. But uh, yeah, I mean. I am not, I'm not putting a whole ton on him, but the good thing is like, I think at, since we have like, you can also throw Tukey into the mix. I really, I don't have very much faith in Tukey at this point. Maybe he can be, if he just focuses on like two pitches, maybe he can be a good reliever. Um, but I don't know. I feel like he had like two good games, really good games last year, but I think it was really just mm-hmm. because he worked in a curveball, which he had like never done before, and he threw it decent enough, and that just wasn't in his normal repertoire. So I don't think people were prepared for it, um, and he so he kind of cheesed some games, but yeah. Uh, but like back to the Morton point, um, I think he should at least be solid. In term, the no, I year. agree, but I mean it's mm-hmm. just like that's something that has to be answered. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I still expect him to be a good pitcher, but I mean, something like that, you could, I could totally see someone like that just not being the same. Yeah. Uh, his spring training, he went, he, I think he only played one game, um, but he went 4.2 innings, uh, hit one batter, walked one and then struck out five with a 0.21 whip. So pretty good. Uh, even that's, though that's just great. Nice. Yeah, it's good. Really good for one start. And then also talking about a guy that, um, yeah, Kyle Muller, I, I think the reason he got sent down, his spring wasn't quite, quite as good. He did have seven strikeouts, which is, I think leads, uh, Kyle Wright had the most strikeouts. Um, oh, he had good. eight in seven innings. Um, wow. but Kyle Muller, Gave up 10 hits, six runs, uh, three walks, seven strikeouts, 2.05 whip. But, um, yeah. And then um, another guy to think of, which I've just kind of just absolutely forgotten about, uh, is Mike Soroka. Um, mm. What are y'all's thoughts on he's He's slated to return, like, August-ish something. I feel like it was earlier than that. I mean, I may have just convinced myself it was earlier than that. Um, uh, What are your thoughts? And I'll I'll let you know when his return is. Yeah, I like... Obviously, that's just such a sweet sound to like a Braves fan. (laughs) Like the, the idea of Soroka coming back, he missed all of last year. Uh, and he was our ace. Like he was, he was the guy, and he was pretty fucking lights out when he was playing. And my big fear, my like big fears, this is like a, but I don't want to say like a Bo Jackson type of situation, but like I, I, my big fear is that he tore his Achilles and he's just never going to be the same because that kid has so much potential. He's unreal. Uh, he's also just a really good face to the franchise. Like everyone loves Mike Soroka, yeah. so. Obviously very exciting, but I don't want to rely on it too much. And I don't know. I feel like I, at this point, I'm taking everything at face value. We have our rotation at the moment. We're going to work with it. Uh, hopefully some starters, starters emerge in the interim. And yeah, like pretty exciting stuff if he does come back soon. Uh, Will, I know, uh, you, you, we talked about pretty difficult to come back from tearing your Achilles twice. But... No, yeah. I I I, I want to, like, I feel like I'm being super negative because I'm following up Morton with my opinion on Soroka. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really don't mean it in that way. Um, I really, I really want to see Soroka succeed. I think any fan of baseball wants to see Soroka succeed. But, I mean... It's concerning to tear your Achilles twice. Not only that, but it's in like your planting foot as a pitcher, which is basically like where your speed comes from. So if he's sitting 96, 97 before, and he does that twice to a leg that, frankly, you do that twice to a leg, no leg is the same after that. Yeah. Um, and so 
like maybe he's sitting at 94, 93 now. And that's still fast. But I mean, a difference of like two or three miles for uh, for a major league hitter is noticeable. Like they will pick up on that. So like I like having said all that, I really want to see him succeed. Um, I thought I think he's very talented. I think what's happened is truly awful. Um, I have my doubts. I do think there's role, a role for him as a reliever. Um, I just think it's really unfortunate. And I don't – it's just tough to watch, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's the update on the timetable, Griffin? Um, it's late June, early to July. Um, and he tore, his, he tore his Achilles the second time just walking in the clubhouse, right? Yeah. It, yeah, um, that's just concerning. Heard a pop. Yeah. Um, that's – there was one report that said the doctors were kind of surprised that the Braves are letting him like, uh, like saying that he should be better sooner, but like they're just being extra cautious. And so it's good to hear that late June, early July is an extra cautious date. But mm. I'm uh, also concerned of like his mental, like his confidence. Yeah. Because I mean that must have been pretty fucking sad to just be walking and then all of a sudden, oh, you have another year and a half of rehab. Yeah, <laughs> like, and and seeing Jesus. all your your good friends like go and win a World Series too, but um, mm-hmm. maybe that uh gives him a little energy. I don't know. Um, but I'm looking at his average uh pitch speed. He he's not a big velocity guy, so that mm-hmm. is encouraging. Like his main pitch, uh, which he throws 31% of the time, is his sinker. Um. And it goes about 91.4. And then other than that, he throws... He has a very good mix of pitches. Throws a slider 28.6% of the time. uh, Four-seamer 28%. And change-up 12%. Um, His four-seam fastball is 93. Um, So, yeah, I mean... It's good that he's not a big speed, uh, velocity pitcher, and hopefully he can. Yeah, I'm not expecting much, but maybe he could mm-hmm. be a very solid five hole in the rotation. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. But uh, since we're at like 47 minutes now, and we still have some more predictions to go, let's uh, just move. We'll move fairly quickly through. Uh, we're gonna do we're, Bra- our own our Braves uh, MVP Cy Young breakout player and disappointment player, uh, mm-hmm. and just going down the list for that. Uh, or I guess it'll, um, my MVP is Acuna. Is y'all's different? Mine's different. Uh, Mine's Acuna. Will was yours. I mean, he's 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 the best player on our team. Uh, so. No, he's definitely the best player on the team. I honestly just wanted to go outside the box a little bit because mm-hmm. it's Acuna, and I was like, you know, I think Matt Olson's gonna have a great year. Mm-hmm. So he was yeah. my MVP. I would selected. not. I would not mind if Olson won the MVP over Acuna. Wouldn't Agreed. Uh, Agreed. I'll take it. But yeah, I think Acuna's mm-hmm. coming back with an absolute vengeance this year. Like. Being a top ten yeah. player and seeing your entire team go and win the World Series, I feel like gotta make you a little, a very very ang like very happy, but also a little a little angry. But uh, want in on the fun. Yeah, I I totally agree. Also, I his, think he's. Good. I mean, just good. Well, I was just gonna say like his WAR is two, like point two points shy of Freddie Freeman's WAR from all of last year. Like his yeah, if in half a season. <laughs> so, just... I mean, he he carried the Braves oh, in the first yeah. half. Oh, like yeah. he, he, if there's no Acuna in the first half of the 2021 Braves season, we don't see the playoffs Mm-mm. at all. No. Like there is just no way he he put the team on his back. Yeah. Um, mm. Cy Young. Uh, I went with another boring answer and just did Freed. I feel like he's gonna get even. Yeah. Better. Same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think, I think I think Morton's probably the best pitcher at the moment, but mm-hmm. Freed is. I think he's going to be pretty lights out, and he's the ace. So 
easy pick. Yeah. I uh hopefully he just kind of keeps carrying uh the second half of the season, which he had like a 1-6 after the All-Star break mm. and two complete game shutouts. Um first half was kind of a roller coaster for him. Um I'm expecting a little mm. bit of that, but hopefully as each year comes he those seasons of going up and down are a little bit shorter. Um, for my breakout player, uh, I have Kyle Wright. Um, and I'm definitely basing a lot of this off of uh, how he did in game four, I think it was, of the World Series. Um, should not have been in that game, but just was lights out. The only, I mean, he gave up a solo shot. But other than that, I think he went three or four innings of very clean work. And also just yeah. hearing them talk about that he kind of switched up his mechanics to back to what he was doing at Vanderbilt instead of like what he had been trying to learn with the Braves because the uh, pitching coaches at Gwinnett were just like, this isn't working. Just try and do what you were doing at Vanderbilt again. And then it obviously really worked. So... Uh, mm. I uh, sipping the the Kool Aid on that one, but we'll see. That's cool. I mean, I I think what what you mentioned about how he's getting back to what he's do what he did at Vanderbilt is pretty important. Like the, Kyle Wright, just a guy who was getting shelled a lot, and to see him switch it up and do well in spring training and and during that like World Series was pretty solid. Um, I so for my breakout, I I also had a pitcher. Um, I picked Tucker Davidson which like i think i want him to be the breakout player do i think he will be probably not but like i just love the idea of like tuck you know like he's he just he's just a cool like he's he's a cool guy and like i think he has a lot of swagger and i think he's going to be a really really good pitcher eventually uh just like i said earlier i just think we've seen so many flashes of this guy and if he has time to develop and actually like cements himself in the rotation, I think we could see some really, really great stuff. So that's where I'm at. Um, for my breakout, I actually went with Ian Anderson and I know he's already pretty well established, but when I say Ian Anderson, like I think he's think he's ready to become an all-star. I'll be honest. I've been, mm-hmm. I've really liked him for the longest time. And so mm-hmm. like, I think he's going to take on, at least I hope, take on a larger role on the national stage, like really take that next step. And, um, yeah, honestly, like I still believe in Morton as a pitcher, even with what I said earlier. But, honestly, like I'd like to see Anderson just like sort of pass Morton on the depth chart. So he was my choice for that. Yeah. Um, We're going to – Will, come back to you. Who do you have uh, as your disappointment for the year? My disappointment's uh, Matzik, Tyler Nutsack. Um, main reason there is, like, I think Tyler Matzik's a great reliever. I think he's pretty strong. But I do think ever since the World Series, he's gotten a lot of attention. Like, I've read articles before where it goes, like, Hater Hendricks Matzik. <laughs> which is a bit, yeah. a bit, a bit much. Goodness, yeah. <laughs> and so, like, that's a bit aggressive. Um, and so I think there's going to be a lot of disappointed people. And that's not that's not saying anything about Matzik. I just think people have a an inflated view of him. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's a fine reliever. Do I think he's Hayter or Hendricks? No, no. So, yeah. Hmm. He's pretty funny, though. He's pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I won't dispute uh, yeah. that. I, I, like, uh, I think he's definitely definitely got very overhyped after the uh, the tremendous postseason. I think a similar thing is going to happen with A.J. Minter. I still think that they're going to be good, and they're a lot better than they were last year or two years ago. Um, but, yeah, I think they are the, the number one – the, the best arms in our bullpen will definitely be McHugh and hopefully Jansen. And honestly, I think Will Smith's kind of rolling right now, so which is yeah not surprising yeah. after the postseason had, but I think he'll be the third best reliever on our team. But, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I can see that happening. Agreed. Uh, Sam, what's yeah. yours? Um, yeah, yeah, I'll go ahead with mine. Um, riding the inertia of last season, I have my disappointment as Marcelo Zuna. Uh, um, he started off last season just so poorly, and I think he was kind of a disappointment to us all when that started. Uh, obviously, we know the potential. I mean, he was like, I'm pretty sure seventh in MVP, but MVP voting from the 2020 season. Um, we're paying him $15 million a year. Uh, I just don't think that's going to translate, to be honest. Uh, he has just wild defensive inefficiencies that I think are really, like, under... Not, like, underplayed, but, like... Like, I honestly think that's the best way of putting it. Like, I think it, we really underplay, like, how shitty Marcelo Zuna is in left field. And that's the spot he's going to have to fill until was, until Acuna comes back. Uh, and then just... On like I hate I hate the the phrase like eye test, but just on the eye test alone, his swing is just so like visceral and vicious, and like I just don't see how he's gonna live up to the potential of being a four or five spot hitter. Um, hopefully, he proves us wrong in a lot more ways than one. Uh, I want to believe in Marcelo Zuna. I want to think like he's become a better person and that he'll be you know go back to his twenty twenty levels. But right now, I think they're just there's just too much attention on him. I think that I don't know if he's ready for the moment. Um, and they're just like, I think there are going to be a lot of factors that kind of hinder him. I mean, he's going to get booed at every stadium he plays at. So that's kind of my pick right now. Uh, but once again, hopefully proves us all wrong. Yeah. I get, I could definitely see the mental mm-hmm. thing for him. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I, I think I would hope he's got, he, what used to be the guy that was uh, the cushion for Freddie Freeman. Um, so he had a lot of responsibility there and he did really well with it. Um, now coming back a little bit, a little bit more sensitive. Um, he's got a lot more cushion for himself uh, and he doesn't have as much responsibility. I think um, since Austin Riley's hitting the ball like crazy and you got Matt Olson now and uh, Eddie Rosario and Duvall um, around him. There's a lot less pressure, I would think, on him for that. So I could see it going the other way. But, um, yeah, I don't, that's definitely a wild card. I mean, he hadn't played for a whole year. So we'll see what happens. Um, for my disappointment, I had uh, Ian Anderson, which is contrary to Will's breakout. Nice. Um, <laughs> I, I love Ian Anderson, but uh, – and. Obviously, his stats are very good, um, but I mean, he almost had like um, nine Ks per nine um, last year and uh, had a pretty low ERA, but his walks, uh, he had 66 walks last year which uh led the led the team in the rotation it's granted not too many other people were issuing too many walks um but on on how many innings pitch was that it was 155 so it's not bad uh but just in comparison like charlie morton who also typically hits like one batter per performance uh only walked Mm -hmm. 52 in 156 mm-hmm. and then max freed had 180 oh, yeah. innings and 52 walked as well um then also his chase rate is 33 uh with that slightly higher walk percentage um and just his first inning um he has like a seven era um and then his second inning is like four or something um and then once he gets past those, it's like one. Um, so he's an interesting player. Uh, he's pretty calm, but I don't understand like how he lets the first inning just eat him up so much. Um, he also, I mean, he's a three-pitch pitcher. He's been working in his, in his curveball more. Um, but And he's he threw a sinker six times last year. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's mainly four seam change up curveball, and mm. he tends to rely whenever he's not getting stuff going, he heavily relies on his change up, which is disgusting. Um, 
But when stuff misses the zone for him, it just seems to continually miss. Um, and he can really rack up runs that way. Um, and he really only seemed to do, like, he would do very well, and then he'd start to suck. And then it just seemed like all of a sudden he was on the 10-day IL. Uh, and then he would come back several games later and start to do better again. So even if he is doing good, I think it's kind of like last year where uh, he's not He's playing most of the season, but he's not really playing a full, full season. But I don't, obviously, I don't want him to go down, but I feel like he's been set for a regression for a little bit. And last year, he had a projected ERA of like four or five. That obviously didn't happen, but I feel like this year might be the year that, that kind of gets closer to that. Um, so <laughs> at this point, um, we're way more stretch for time than i thought we would be um so this is gonna, <laughs> this is gonna be maybe we can talk a little bit about it maybe next time 